0: This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. (laughs) But I have learned in my journey of life, is somebody listening to me this morning? There's a number of times that people make promises to you. Promises you know they are very well able and capable to deliver on. And for whatever reason, they can't deliver on the promise or they choose not to deliver on the promise or they hold back on the promise. For whatever reason, the promise was not kept. But, somebody say but. But. In spite of them not coming through for you, God raises help another way. Oh my God. And that need is still met. Listen to me. The story there is not the one that refused to help you. The story there is the one that God used to meet the need in spite of the other person that didn't help you. Unfortunately for many people, they are stuck on the one that wanted to help but couldn't help or did not help and they keep they, they, they have bitterness in their heart. The story there is, the story now is not the fact that I lost my job. The story is God made a way. Hallelujah. You are fighting battles and wars that are unnecessary. There was a king, I forgot his name. He went and joined to fight a battle that was not his own. He died. I'm not saying you will die. You will not die in Jesus' name. Amen. But what, what am I saying? Choose your battles very carefully. God has helped you in spite of that person. Yes. God has helped you. That is the testimony. God helping you. Not the person, like, ah, you know those kind of people, they will say something, they will never do it. What is your own? God saw you through. Give glory to God. Somebody shouts Hallelujah. There is a transformation coming our way. And I like the way God does these things. You know, if you are are laboring in the vineyard, the Bible says the ox that plows the field is worthy to eat from the harvest of the field. Don't muzzle that, that ox. Amen. God has started with me as your pastor. Your testimony is next. Amen. You will have a testimony of more than enough. Amen. More than sufficient. Amen. More than enough. Amen. More than sufficient. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today I want to talk to us about the transformed life in Christ. And five traits of transformation in the life of fathers. I can assure you I cannot go through five. Maybe I'll do two. Two. And then we will go on to the uh, thanksgiving. Hallelujah. As we celebrate Father's Day today, we honor all of our fathers in the house and potential fathers. And we also recognize the transformative power that is in a life that is completely yielded to Christ. Amen. Amen. In Romans, we we looked at the book of Romans last week. I did kind of like a quick summary of chapters 1 through 11, and then we're going to dive into chapter 12. But then we couldn't continue because of time. So today, I want to talk about surrender and renewal. Romans chapter 12 from verse 1, reading from the New King James Version. I beseech you therefore, brethren, By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Friends, I want to start today by saying, transformation is a journey not a destination oh i'm transformed no it's an ongoing work that god is doing in our lives second corinthians chapter 3 and the 18th verse our scripture of the month he says we are being transformed being transformed he's a continuous thing there's no point that i get to and i say there's no more improvements to be made no God is doing a work in your life and in my life. I say, but we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed. Amen. We are being changed into the image that we are beholding. So as long as you, are, you give yourself to the study of the scripture... You are seeing what God is saying in the Word of God. The Bible says you will be transformed into that image. And none of us will fully become that image until we see Jesus in glory. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 13, if you read from about the ninth verse, it says we see in part, we know in past and all of these things. But in conclusion, it says when we see him, When we see him, when we see Jesus face to face, we will be transformed fully into the image of God in us. Amen. Transformation is a journey. Transformation is not a destination. Can somebody say a good amen to that? Listen to me. When we talk about transformation, we're talking about a change in form and in appearance. You are changing from one state to another. Amen. Uh, how many of us know about the metamorphosis of the butterfly? It's the most beautiful example. You know, you see, you see the egg. The egg hatches into a larvae. The larvae is like maggot. You know, not very pretty. In fact, you feel like stepping on it. Right? It's not as beautiful as the butterfly. But when you see the butterfly, you want to very colorful. You want it to land on your palm and play with the butterfly. But when you see the larvae, the larvae is not as pretty. That is the work that God is doing in our lives. It's changing us from one form to another. So I want every father in the house this morning to understand this. This is not the end of your story. Oh, you didn't hear that. Let me, let me prophesy to the folks on this side. I said, this is not the end of your story. Yeah. What you look like now is a point-in-time story. It's point-in-time. Why? Because I am being transformed. I am going through a process. I am going through a change. You know, last week, Pastor Cole, I saw an old picture of myself. And I was so upset in my spirit. With everyone that has told me, oh, pastor, you are, you are aging backwards, liars. <laughs> liars, liars, liars. He said, you are aging backwards. I saw that picture. I'm like, what? This is what I used to look like? I don't look anything like this now. Why? I have changed. I have aged. But my wife told me. She said, even the picture you are looking at, she says she remembers that picture very well. They doctored it they use photoshop to slim my face to clean up say so that was not quite you back then even whatever <laughs> but what am i saying whether i like it or not whether i choose it or not i will change but the best kind of change in life is intentional change there is something you desire And you are moving towards it. And that is what God does for us. As we behold him through the pages of the scripture, what we are beholding, we are being transformed into that image. Praise the Lord. And God is working on you. Some of us are in the lava stage. Amen. Some of us are in the caterpillar stage. Caterpillar is not any better than the lava. But at least... It has some appendages. It can move. It can move faster than the, the, the larvae. The larvae is like Margot is move. It, it, does, it, it doesn't have ability. You know? So you are moving, but slowly. And then some of us are in pooper stage. In the pooper stage, it seems like nothing is happening. It feels like you are stagnated. It feels like hey, the whole world is passing you by. Everybody is looking at you and ignoring you. Remember, we talked earlier on in the year, I preached a sermon that I called From sig- Irrelevance to Significance. Amen? From insignificance to significance, from irrelevance to relevance. So God is taking you through a process. Perhaps you are in the pooper stage. Don't despise wherever you are. Amen. I'm a child of God. God is working in me and God is walking through me and God will accomplish his purposes in my life. Amen. Amen. I am a testimony going somewhere to happen. Amen. But it is important that you and I will prioritize growing in Christ. A father that is going to be a worthwhile father must be one that is number one, surrender to Christ. Amen. In Romans chapter one, uh, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, to present your bodies. I, pre- I beseech you by the mercies of God to present your body a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Hallelujah. A living sacrifice there is referencing total and absolute surrender to God. The Bible says something that I've always found very interesting. In John chapter 5 and the 30th verse. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus. Jesus said in John 5 and verse 30, he says, I can of my own self do nothing. Does that not amaze you? Jesus the king of kings, the lord of lords, the I am, the I am, the almighty God himself. He's saying, of myself, I can do nothing. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about surrender. What he's saying is, unless I hear instruction from the father, I don't do anything. He's not talking about ability. If His ability, He could do anything. It has power over all things. Amen. The Bible says in him there was nothing created that was created. Everything was created by him for him and for his pleasure. Amen. So if he says of myself I can do nothing, what he's talking about is not his ability to do or not to do. What he's talking about, very simple. I am surrendered to my father. Whatever he tells me to do is what I do. As a father, it is important that we live a life that is surrendered to Christ. Otherwise, what legacy are we passing on to our children? Is it the legacy of our own father? Amen. My dad, I mean, I I didn't know my dad very much. I, I was 10 when my dad passed away. My sister, she knew him more, you know. But one thing I know for sure, my dad loved me. And my dad spoiled me. I was... Spoiled, rotten. That's the only memory I have. I don't know about discipline. Everybody else talks about discipline, but he never disciplined me one day. You know, I was the son of his old age, and that's it. I was the Benjamin. You know, so he just loved me to pieces. That's all I knew. But praise the Lord. Praise the Lord now. Yeah. Are you jealous? Yeah, maybe your daddy whooped you. My own daddy did not whoop me. Don't be jealous of me. Our stories are different. <laughs> I, I could see on some of your faces, some of you are in shock. What? They never whooped you? Are you serious? And you say, came out okay? <laughs> it's the doing of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is important that we are surrendered to Christ. Can I tell you something? Every human being you know is following somebody. Everybody. Everybody has someone they are following you go on instagram you see people with 10 million followers uh, this fo- everybody is fo- some people are following trends amen some people are following artists everybody is following somebody as a father i want to ask you who are you following whoever you are following is who you are going to model to your children amen So for us, Father, the number one trait that I want us to work very hard at is a surrendered life, a life that is surrendered to Christ. Surrender begins with acknowledging God as your Lord and Master. Without acknowledgement and just following the Master, there's no surrender, really. There are plenty of examples in scripture. Elisha, Elisha was a livestock farmer. He was in the field. I mean, he was next in line to inherit his father's business. When the prophet Elijah came to him and took him to go, to go work for God. Amen. David, David was happy being a shepherd boy until they called him in and anointed him to become king. Amen. Uh, Peter, James, they were all happy fishermen until Jesus came along. Praise the Lord. But for them to be effective in the call of God upon their life, they had to surrender to God. They had to surrender to Christ. I don't know what it is you're struggling with. What is a command that God has given to you that is a struggle for you? I pray for the grace of God to come upon you and come over you in the mighty name of jesus friends any study of worth that you go investigate now you will find out that the church is either plitude or the church is in decline so when you see churches grow nowadays it's just reshuffling you know so there's a new show down the street their music is great, or this artist is coming, or the other artist is coming, and everybody goes there. All of them already say. But when it comes to evangelism and soul winning and all those kind of things, the church is in decline. The church as a body, not salvation center, the church as a whole, globally, the church is shrinking. Local churches might be growing, but the body is shrinking and shrinking fast. Amen. Unless we adopt a a life of surrender, a life where all that matters. Paul was a lawyer. He He loved what he did. He was arguing cases all over the place. But when Jesus met him on the road to Damascus, everything changed. Everything. Everything changed. He surrendered his life. And his question was, Lord, what would you have me do? what would you have me do? That is all we'll be able to take this morning for the sake of time. Please rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.